Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cobbite Podcast. It is the it is the semi-final, the quarter-final. I'm so fucking excited what we've just seen. Is the reaction to the quarter-final draw of the Champions League. It's Tim, it's Mick and it's Jay with you. So here we go, boys. The quarter-final draw for you. You've got Man City versus Dortmund, Porto versus Chelsea, Bayern versus PSG, a repeat of the final, and Real Madrid versus Liverpool, 2018 Champions League final. This is our chance to get our bloody revenge. So before we come on to the semis, because it's quite interesting there, Mick, first reaction to the draw, mate. What do you reckon? That's what I wanted, to be honest. I mean, if I had a pick, it would have been Porto or Madrid. And the fact that, I mean, usually if we had a crowd, I'd be saying having, having Madrid away first is best because then we bring them back to Anfield or bring them back to the Puskas. But we can't even do that anymore. Because, we, well, we can, but it's not, it won't be the same effect, will it? But yeah, I'm happy with that. And obviously we're going to come on to the semis, which is, even, which is even better for us. Well, yeah. So, Tim, uh, first reaction to you, uh, Mason Madrid. Obviously, we've got history against Real Madrid in this competition. Um, some recent, some not so recent. Obviously, we've had a two-legged affair in 08-09, I think it was, and obviously absolutely battered him. They really turned the, the gun on us in 14-15 in the group stage. Uh, 2018 Champions League final did go their way, although certain circumstances happened. But, mate, perfect opportunity for us to get uh, our revenge. Yeah, an easy one to get up for. Two of the most successful clubs in, in European competition going head-to-head over a couple of legs. Hopefully, we'll be able to have, you know play back at Anfield and hopefully we'll return to form there in time for that leg. Um, but yeah, what, what a tie, you know, this is a, a Madrid team that's probably seen better days and seen more class in its lineup, but a scrappy experienced Madrid team that will be uh, up for this and a Liverpool team that will exact, exactly what you said, be, be up for wanting their revenge for the 2018 final. They'll probably feel like there was a, they were wrongly done out of that game. So yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting clash, and to be honest, I'll I'll, I'll 
reiterate what Mick just said. To be honest, if it wasn't Porto, I would have fancied Real Madrid over over anyone else. So, yeah, yeah. Pr- pr- pretty happy with that tie. Fair play, mate. Absolutely. We'll just run through uh, the other games. Um, obviously, when you get to this stage of the Champions League, there's always some juicy ties. Um, so, City versus Dortmund. Mick, a quick one on that one. What are you saying? Don't have to predict it. Juicy game, though, isn't it? That's going to be, yeah. I just It's going to be nice to see Haaland up and, and, and the, the rest of the um, Dortmund team up against a good City team. So, it's a good barometer of where, where they're up to in terms of, um, obviously, they're a really good team, but they need to show it on the big stage and what stage to do it up against the probably the form team in, in, in the world at the moment, Man City. So they're going to have the work cut out. But yeah, that's, that's one I'm really looking forward to. Definitely. Uh, Tim Porto versus Chelsea. Uh, I can't imagine a lot of uh, English rival fans of Chelsea will be watching that one. But um, yeah, thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of feels like that way just on, on appearance. But then again, based off of Porto's last round, you can't really count them out. They are still a decent side. You know, that this isn't a Porto of a couple of years ago. They have strength in the areas. And I, I, I think that they will give Chelsea problems. I, I think Chelsea are still on their manager bounce. So they might, by the time second, first, second legs come around, they might be, they might have fallen off a cliff by then. You never know. But yeah, don't, don't expect a, a Chelsea route. I don't think that they'll just run away with this tie. I, I, I'm expecting some uh, some big moves from Porto, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be closer than than what it looks like on the surface. Yeah, fair play, mate. And then, Mick, finally, uh, Bayern Munich versus PSG. Repeat the final. Um, you know what you're thinking. De- should be a decent tie. PSG will be after revenge, won't they? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, it's that's going to be another like at this stage, like they all look like good ties. Like it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting what happens. But uh, yeah, bring, bring them on. I can't wait. It's another another month or so to wait, isn't it? Until we uh, get cracking on those. So yeah, can't, I yeah. honestly can't wait for that because that's that's as good as it, pretty much as good as it could have went for us in terms of both draws. It does. Now, when you look at like we we, we will cover the semi final. Let's just get that out of the way. So when you're looking at the semi finals. The semi-finals look like this. It's Bayern, the winner of Bayern and PSG versus the winner of City and Dortmund. The winner of Real Madrid and Liverpool versus the winner of Porto and Chelsea. Now, I'm not getting into Ormond or anything like that. You know, I'm just saying there's an opportunity for a Chelsea semi-final and a final in Istanbul. I'm just saying, right? That is just wetting my whistle. That is unreal, that. So, Mick, I'm praying that this goes our way way to get to Istanbul. I'm absolutely praying. Ideally, we go through and we're playing Porto. That would be great. No disrespect to them, but watching Chelsea in another semi-final, I don't think my old age now could cope with that. I think I would have too much of a heart attack, so don't think I'd cope with it. But if it happens again, mate, brilliant. So even looking at the quarters is is is, is great. Really happy about Again, what could what do you say, Mick, about another Chelsea semi, possibly? That would be, yeah, it's the stuff dreams are made of. And I just wish, like I said before, I wish that like, we had people in the, in, in the, in the ground because I'd feel so much at ease about, about all of these ties. I wouldn't care who, even Van Dijk or no Van Dijk, I'd still feel confident bringing any team back to Anfield. But yeah, it's, I'm just, yeah, like you said, hopefully Porto do as a, do as a solid and um, play really well against Chelsea. But if not, then bring on Chelsea. We, they beat us recently at our place. So we've got a bit of a point to prove. But on the back of that, so yeah, yeah. Bring, we're obviously going to highly likely we're going to play Chelsea there in really good form. So yeah, bring bring on Chelsea and then, but I'm just glad we're on this side of the draw going into. I mean, you met people say you get get the good good teams out the way earlier on, but I think if we play a better team, um, the better team in our lives in Chelsea, we knock Chelsea out and then we've got 
going into one of those teams on the other side of the draw, it looks really, really tasty. Yeah, it's true. And uh, like Weez has just said, we all them Madrid bastards one. We absolutely do, mate. But Weez made a good point as well that we are on the good side of the draw. And Tim, the way you can look at it there, you have sort of balanced it where one side of the draw is the better sides, you, you would probably say. And then the other side of the draw is obviously the lesser sides. I mean, you couldn't, you know, what everyone goes on about the, the, the draw being fixed all the time. That's that's quite nice to, to look at because, you know, two out of the big four are going to go out, which is great. And it will give us a little bit of a, more of a sort of a passage because when it does get to that that point when you get to the quarters and the semis anything can happen can it like Mick alluded to before you know we, we might not have Van Dijk we might not have any Gomez and I say might because they're still in the Champions League squad and I'm still praying we might get a 60% fit Van Dijk for these quarters or the semis yeah. but it's making us the end of this season being really interactive and you know we're, we're quite I'm feeling a little bit better I don't know about you Tim but talk me through it am I just chatting shit as per usual well, no, I don't think so. I think that this is certainly, you know, a boost. I think had we drawn Bayern and then if, if, if for example, we had been in Dortmund's position and been playing City and then had the prospect of playing Bayern after that, I think that we'd all be kind of, you know, being like, oh, OK, well, this is kind of like let's focus on the uh, on the Premier League because this isn't going to go well. <laughs> but, you know, seeing, you know, I think we all think that Real Madrid are there to be had, you know, it's, they've, they're not the same team that they have been for the last couple of decades with Ronaldo there. And, you know, their, the, their core, their squad is getting older. So even, even though we're not in the greatest of form, we have been in decent form in the Champions League. So you do kind of fancy us as potentially the favourites, especially because we're going um, away first. Um, but yeah, it's, it just gives you the, the... I want the away the second leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, away both legs, if possible, yeah. at this yeah. rate. But um, yeah, it's it's it is it is the best. This situation, in terms of for Liverpool as a club, was the best situation, and for the fans as well, because it gives you real hope that you know if if we are able to get through Madrid, you always give us a chance against uh, Porto or Chelsea. That if we have one of the 10, 15 minute stretches that we're that we've become famous for over the last. You know, two or three years, where we score two, three goals, that we can put a, a, a tie to bed in in that space of time. And to be honest with you, as 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 impressive as, as Chelsea have been, I wasn't massively impressed with them at Anfield going forward. At least, I think Mason Mount scored a great goal, but I think potentially the Fabinho moving into midfield maybe counteracts that. We, we talked about that maybe he sticks a toe in yeah. there as he's coming back across the area. Um, so I think that this is perfect timing. You know, we're whether Van Dijk's back or not, I think we're going to have a, a more experienced centre-back duo at that point with Kabak and Phillips. Hopefully they can stay healthy and play play alongside each other for, for that period of time so that when they come into the tie, they're kind of comfortable with each other and they've got more experience under the belt so they're not hesitant. But this this is perfect. And again, it just feels like history is repeating itself a, li a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, mate. Mick, when we look at the run of games um, up until the Champions League, obviously we've got Arsenal next uh, on the 4th of April. Um, and then we've got Real Madrid either on the 6th or the 7th um, and then Villa. So when you look at it, obviously there's not too much, too many games to sort of, would you say, warm up, obviously because uh, of the international break and stuff. But um, Mick, the excitement is now going to start building because this is what it's all going to be about now, isn't it? The Champions League and, you know, let's just bring it on, eh? Yeah, well, we've proved, and especially in the Leipzig games, that our Premier League form didn't didn't affect it, and it's different. And it's two-legged ties up against the team who aren't going to sit back and think that they can beat you because we're not 
quite the same as we was last year. Teams are going to come and want to try and beat us. And if they do that, especially like like Tim said, we've got Fabinho back in midfield. The Kabak and Phillips partnership obviously is nowhere near the level that we're, we're used to in Van Dijk and Gomez. But they are looking really promising and they're getting better. And it is a shame that we haven't got more games to kind of keep that partnership going up until the Real Madrid games. But yeah, bring them on, honestly, because they're... They're a good. They're obviously a heavyweight and one of the best, best in the world. But at the moment, they're not quite there. And I think we've got more than enough to, to beat them over two legs anyway. And I think I'm just yeah, I'm getting I'm getting excited for these now. I can't wait. And I just can't wait to do more of these shows. And we can have um, obviously have a bit few more of these uh, Reds in Europe and, and um, enjoy a few more Champions League games because that's what it's all about. These these are the this is the most exciting competition in the world. And 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 getting to this this stage of it, albeit with loads of injuries and. Drawing someone like Real Madrid and then the draw going kind of our way, it's 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 looking it's looking good. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, I'm glad you both have picked up on the sort of draw going our way type thing because we are sort of a different side now, aren't we? Since obviously Fab's been back in midfield, we sort of see like the the old Liverpool, if you like, and you know it's it's still not it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we we are playing better. Fabinho's back in that midfield now. Thiago's sort of being loose a little bit, which is, which is great to see. You know, we get the front three firing again, or front four, as I should say now, because Jota's back. It can really be um, a massive, massive boost for us. And this is why it's so exciting. And yeah, absolutely, you know, memories of, of 2018 in Kiev, it was absolutely heartbreaking for us. And it was so unfair on so many levels. that I just think Madrid were just, they went so long trying to chase La Decima. They just went over the top on it and just got that three in a row. But then that was it then for Madrid. They've fallen off since and they are a fucking team that can be got at and that has been proved over the last few years in the Champions League. They can be got at. And I tell you what, Mo Salah, wherever he is right now watching this fucking draw, he'll be out or he'll be fucking made up. Not just play... I'm sure he'd like to play Madrid in a final and, and get one over, but the fact that he gets to play them twice and if he can turn Ramos a new one twice, he'll be fucking loving it when he's in. Yeah, I'd say so. I think he's probably uh, chomping at the pit to be able to 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 even just run it, run at him. You know, make a couple of uh, extra hard challenges just to let him know that he's going to be here in the tie and he's not not to be messed around with. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, generally the squad hasn't changed much since that tie, since the final. Even sorry, so a lot of these guys will be still a bit bit sore and a bit bitter about it. But if if there's any one guy who you think, oh, he's gonna he's going to really step into this tie and, and we're going to see a, a Mo Salah that's as, as motivated as we've ever seen. It's, yeah. it's him. Yeah. You know, it's, he's, he's going to be absolutely dying to get at this Madrid back line and he'll be dying to, to score two, three, four goals over the course of both legs. So yeah, he's, I'm, I'm expecting uh, an outstanding Mo, Mo Salah for two, for both legs, to be honest yeah. with you. That's the heartbreaking thing, isn't it? Because we know now that we've got Real Madrid and if we pulled Real Madrid back to Anfield with 54,000 fans in there, Mick, we'd be on them from the fucking start. Ramos would be booed every time he touched the ball. I mean, people, rival fans can probably watch this and just be like, oh, fucking get over it. Not, yeah, we're over it. We are over it. We got over it pretty quickly. And we got over it 12 months later when we, when we picked up number six. So we don't care about that. But we care about Mo and we care about the fact that he was robbed of a Champions League final. He'll be chomping at the bit, Mick, and this is why it's so devastating the fact that we won't have um, those fans back in. And as part of me just wishes, we'll just just shut it down till the end of the season again, so we can have fans back in the in the, in the ground. You know, like like it was around Robin last year. But yeah, Mick, it, it's it's going to be incredible. And I would love to talk about the the history of the Chelsea semi-finals that we've had because it has been up and down. And if we get there, 
we will do a, a special show on that. Uh, but I'm not. I don't want to jinx it, Mick. But you know, it, it's nice to look at Madrid, have one eye on the Chelsea tie, Porto tie, and then you know Istanbul. It's oh, I don't even want to think about it. But yeah, Mick, <laughs> close us off in a nice way, mate. Yeah, I think I'm just looking at Real Madrid's team, right? And it's just, if they play a back three, I mean, in a similar way to Leipzig did, then we, we've we got the firepower up top to do the damage to any team in world football. I mean, like you alluded to, Jay, like we've maybe gone back to a more defensive type type structure at the moment. But when when the big boys come to Anfield or when we go to the Bernabeu and places like that, that's where you need to turn up. And like you said, the... I hadn't even thought of that, the salad and that's how much I thought of but think about it. I didn't even I didn't even think of that as me as we yeah. think the, the the Ramos and Salah thing. But yeah, we'll see a man possessed there, Mo Salah. There's a load of the boys in there who will still have that bitter taste in the mouth from, from that defeat to them. That extra motivation. So I'm hoping that'll that should that should be enough. And it's a nice worry that we can um, have one eye on the on the next one, knowing that we'll we'll turn up big star for these for these ties and yeah, like you said, Jay, it is a bit of a dream in terms of um, Istanbul again. Like Istanbul number seven there again. After what sixteen years, like it would be to do that and come full circle after the sixteen-year gap with a completely different team to do it again um, would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well said, mate. And Dan, uh, thanks for joining us back on the show, mate. Dan's making an appearance after a while. Make us dream. Number seven is on its way home. Oh, God, I, I can't even say things like that at the minute. But it, it, it's nice to look and get excited. But, yeah, great draw for everybody. It uh, couldn't have gone any better, I say. Um, you know, let us know in the comments uh, what you think. Uh, and, yeah, let's uh, – I just want to talk about Champions League now. Fucking hell. Here we go, boys. Let's go. Istanbul, hopefully. Podcast Network.